Hello there, Ren here with an exciting announcement. If you follow us on Twitter or Instagram, you probably saw this a few weeks back. So I'm going to be reading out a transcript of what we posted back then. We are excited to announce that Here There Be is switching from D&D to a different RPG. We don't believe that D&D is the best system with which to tell our story and have been considering alternatives for a while now. The decision to switch was accelerated by recent events that made us aware of Wizards of the Coast's disregard and lack of respect for victims of abuse. Wizards of the Coast continue to support a man who defends an abuser and have so far failed to even acknowledge the community's outrage at this. Combining this with the inherent toxicity found in the system, the racism, the colonialism, we no longer see any reason to continue using D&D in our show. We will be continuing our story with an RPG of our own creation. This RPG will be tailored to fit the story we're telling. It will be rules light and will encourage RP. It's still in the early stages of creation, but we aim to start using it in the show as soon as possible. We will be playtesting the system as we go and will likely make changes during the course of the show. This change won't have a large effect on the story itself. We've always tailored D&D to suit our needs and have discarded rules as we see fit. The difference is that now we will be using an RPG created specifically for our setting and story. We hope you'll stick with us as we implement these changes and continue to tell our story. Thank you for following us on our journey. Previously on Here There Be. We are looking for answers. Where is the red field? Dolbadai. Dolbadai literally means meadow of graves. Can you help us find Merion? We can help you. We will do our best. Fine. I believe you. Likely group stand at the edge of Bethai's forest. Gethin finishes tacking up his horse while Jennifer looks at Meredith and Jasper, hands on her hips. So where are we going? Dolbethai. Sorry, where? Dolbethai. Why are we going to Dolbethai? Well, do you have any other suggestions? Why would Mary be in be at Dolbethai? Well, we will only know once we get there. What is? Dolbethai. It's, um, it's just a field. It's a, it's a mass grave for magic users. And why is Merion there? No, we're going to get answers there. We believe that there might be, um, something connected to Mary's disappearance there. Right. You'll suddenly hear a loud, uh, screaming and something bursts out of the edge of the forest. A whirlwind of fur and claws, and it throws itself upon Jennifer. She shrieks, Gethin yells, and then you both realise it's Ailey. Oh, onions. Ailey! Ailey! No, no, no. She claws at Jennifer's face, and Gethin tries to grab her and pull her off. I'm doing the same. I'm running up. She's barely listening. She's just so... She is, she is very intent on scratching up Jennifer and Gethin as much as she can. I'm... Yeah, just, just, just grabbing her and trying to pull her away. What are you doing? Let me go. Let me, let me get them. Let me get them. Ailey, they, they're fine. They're fine. They're not going to attack us. They're not going to attack us. Huh? What do you mean? Look, we're here to help them. We're not here to beat them into a... Bloody pulp. But they kidnap you? No, no, you've got it wrong. We we held them at hostage, and now we're we're setting off on a journey to help them. Okay. Um. Why? Because we we've known them in the past, and we're uh, sort of helping 
them stay away from the forest? It's for the prophecy. I'm confused. Yeah, it, it's a confusing situation, but listen, Ailey, it's, it's, it's all good. Don't worry. So, you're leaving? Uh, can we have a talk a bit away away? And I grab Ailey's hand and I take her um, a bit further into the forest, away from prying ears. I got a note. You know the one that I'm always on about? Yeah. I have to... I have to go get her. I have to go get Werder. Can I come? I mean... Oh, I would love for you to come, Ailey, but... Once they... Once we've done everything, the chances are we're going to have to either run for our lives or hand them over. And I don't want that to happen to you. Besides, you're, you're the protector of this forest, you know? I don't want that to happen to you either. I know. I don't know. I don't know where to go from here, Ailey. At the end of the day, it's up to you. Well, if you... If you do, if you do have to run away at the end of it, and you'd better run away, you, you'd better not give yourself in, you run away and you come back here and I will protect you. Because I am the protector of this forest. And Deirdre and Havoc and everyone, they'll help. We will protect you. I give Ailey the biggest hug. She hugs you back. I'll stay alive, I promise you. You'd better. Until then, you protect this forest with with your life. Yes, sir. And always go for the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. With that, Jasper puts out his fist to fist bump Ailey. She fist bumps it. <laughs> and uh, walks back to Meredith and the rest of them. So are we going? You can see there's a few uh, red claw marks down Jennifer's face. Now that your friend has stopped attacking me. L- listen, Ailey's a bit, you know, li- likes to uh, make sure the situation's under control. Under control was that? Was that under control? Yeah, uh, let me be the first to apologise for that. And that won't happen again. Uh... I mean, if anything, the uh, the scratch marks suit you. G- gives you a rough and tumble looking sort of appearance. Yeah. <clears throat> Shall we go? Yeah, I think that's a, a good idea. So, Gethin and Jennifer both have a horse each. You two, however, are uh, relegated to walking. It would take around about a day to get back to Kyabrin. And as you don't know where exactly Dolbereith is, other than that it is near Kyabrin, I assume that's the direction you're heading in. Yes. I spy, with my little eye, something beginning with... H. Um, is this a game? Yeah, you know, you, you get to, uh, you get to name... Uh, a thing, and then I'll say if it's correct or not. So, give me an example. Okay, so if I said, uh, I spy with my little eye, something beginning with H, you'd have to name something you can see that begins with uh, H. Oh, okay. Heaven? Okay, something you can, you know, see that's around you. Hazelnut. Where are the hazelnuts? What? No. Horses! Yes! Hazelnuts. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Go on. Oh, okay. Um, do I have to say the same thing as you did? No, no. You say a different thing. Okay. Uh, C. Okay. Are you, are you saying the C or the letter C? Oh, C. The letter C. Oh, right. Uh... Uh, oh, is Jennifer and Sir Gethin playing as well? Are you guys playing the game as well? Absolutely not. Okay. Um. Uh. 
Would it kill you? For us to get a little bit of um peace and quiet. Oh, uh, well, I'm trying to find out what begins with C. Oh, Cloud! Yes! Well done, Jasper. Well done. Okay, cool. Is it Jennifer's turn It now? is, yeah. Jennifer? Oh, wait, you're not playing, are you? Okay, um... Oh, then, Sir Gethin, it's your turn. Uh, those clouds do look a bit dark. Oh, it might rain. And as you say that, the heavens open up and it starts to rain lightly. Heaven? <laughs> There's always someone up there. You continue walking through the rain. It's only drizzling, but still, you do get quite wet after a while. After a few hours, Jennifer turns to you both. What sort of answers are we looking for? What do you expect to find? Well, we can ask anything we want. I'm sorry, is this a person we're going to see? Who are we asking? We were told by some kind of spirit to go to the red fields. Oh yes, and that's not creepy at all. Meredith, for a fraction of a second, as you're looking up at Jennifer, you get a flash of a different scene. Jennifer is younger, in her early teens, and wearing an elaborate dress. You only have a moment to register her smile before you see the current Jennifer scowling at you. She continues speaking. Just know that the moment either of you do anything suspicious, I still have a sword, and I will use it. Okay. Understood. Oh, by the way... What happened to my staff? I don't know. It was made for me. It's very precious. I want it back. Well, I don't have it. Oh, well, can you tell the witch fighter to give it back, maybe? That would be really nice of you. I do not know if the witch finder has it. Oh, well, what happened to it? I've already said I do not know. Please be quiet. I mean, they'll add it to their list. They've got a lot of things to find. They've got a dog, and now they've got a staff. You know, if you keep taking things away from them, then, you know, it's just going to get bigger, this list. I don't have a lot of possessions, but when I do have a few things, they're very precious to me. I hope you understand. She does not answer that. Meredith looks at Jasper. Help, like with a face of, please help. You know... It's the least you could do for us helping you out. The least I could do, is it? I've already promised to leave your forest alone. To leave everyone who lives there alone. I've banished Rosen, rather than having her killed like I should. And now you want me to go on a personal fetch quest for your staff. Wait, so what if the if the rest of the people in your... Uh, in your city would find out that uh, you let her go. How would that affect... What are the consequences? She turns so she's facing forwards and does not answer. Hmm. I spy... with my little eye... something beginning with S. You hear a dog howl. Do I recognise this? Well, it's a familiar sound to you. A dog? Howling? Yes, but is it my dog? It could be. I'm going to use some divination where I sense the presence of a certain creature. Okay. Roll control. Control is a plus. Plus, plus one. one. Yeah. Okay, what, what now? <laughs> Roll 2d6. 10. Plus one. 11. Very good. Way over the way over the difficulty. Yay! What does this look like? How does Meredith experience this? Um, so I have a clear image of the dog in my head. I I mutter a sentence What's to activate. Um. Uh. Well, in this case, I think it would be fetch. <laughs> fetch. Fetch. Okay. Anyway, then this image in my head would then 
kind of like disappear like you would in you know you've got let's say dust on the ground and the wind comes and it kind of like whirls it around so it kind of whirls the image around in my in my head then that disappears then my everything goes blank and then the next thing is the projection of the confirmation if it is or if it isn't a moment later and you get a new image in your head that of a deer hound standing in a field with tall grass and it is your dog what meredith looks over at jasper without saying anything for at least 2 seconds and starts running <laughs> uh what what wait what Gethin urges his horse into motion and chases after you. I'm going to chase after Meredith. Jennifer also chases. We're playing fetch. Meredith, you run off the road and through a hedge line, you sprint into this copse of trees and then out the other side. You run across a field and you hear the dog start to bark in the distance. This is great news. You enter another copse of trees and emerge into a meadow. Oh, is this the one? This is going to be the one. The one forest. I'm like, yes! Please, please let there be a slow motion <laughs> running across the field. <laughs> a reuniting of these two. It's covered in tall grass. And as you start to run forwards, you realise there are red spider lilies everywhere too hidden by this grass. And as you continue across the meadow, you start to hear the whispers from below. You hear the whispers of Bone, and they are calling to you. You can hear them. You can hear them saying, here, come here, this way. And then you see, towards the centre of this meadow, your dog. <laughs> I am running straight for the dog. It stands there, solemnly, for a moment, then darts off, a little further away from you. Then it stops, looks back, then ducks beneath the grass. I'm coming! I'm coming! Jasper, you are still back in the previous field. Jennifer and Gethin have at this point overtaken you and are galloping towards this copse of trees that Meredith disappeared into. Jennifer is drawing her sword. Wait, wait. There might be a reason for this. Meredith can usually hear things, so... They're not the best at reacting in a situation. Sensibly, sometimes, you know? They do not heed your words and continue after Meredith. Meredith, you sprint towards where you last saw your dog. And then stop, because you see him there. And all the whispers beneath you are saying... Here, here, this is it. This is it. Your dog looks up at you. Is is the dog standing above like a grave? It's standing above something. Okay. Um, I slow down and I say, I'm coming. And I walk over slowly. He waits for you. I arrive. And what do you do? And I, okay, so one hand goes on the dog and one hand goes onto the the ground. You realise that the dog had been digging something up. Oh, well done. There's a small hole and there's something sticking out of it. It's a bone. It's not a bone. <laughs> oh, what is it? It looks like a handle of some kind. Handle? I pull it out. It's the mirror. Oh, onions. I, I drop it. No. <laughs> At this point, Jennifer and Gethin burst through the trees into the meadow and make a beeline straight for you. Oh, careful! The dead people! You suddenly start to feel very short of breath. 
and you start feeling a little dizzy, lightheaded. Oh, onions. You feel yourself falling, and then the world goes white. Hello there, Ren here, and as always, I would like to say thank you very much for listening to our show. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at HearThereBeCast. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review. Doing so is one of the best ways to get the word out about the show, or alternatively, you could just tell a friend, recommend us. If you would like to engage with cast members and other listeners of the show, you can join our Discord server, you can find an invite on our Twitter. Not a lot to say this episode, except that our next one will be out on the 27th of July. We do have a promo to show you. This is for Omen Investigations. You can find them on Twitter at OmenCast. Attention, new agents. This is me, Dr. Byron Brimstone, director of the Omen. That's the Office for Occult Monitoring, Examination and Negation. I'm here to give you a short intro into the adventures of the Omen Investigations team. Join us on a comedy role-playing podcast set in the modern world, where three agents travel the globe to deal with demons, cultists, and conspiracy theories. Follow the exploits of Koala Jackson, an amnesiac Australian with a dark history. Yeah. Annabelle St. John, a gun-sticking girl from the Deep South. Is it a gun coal or is it a pony coal? And Dr. Martin, a disgraced former professor from Sweden. I mean, I am from Sweden. If you like listening to people search for monsters, aliens, entities from beyond the void, and other such hoo-ha, then you should check out Omen Investigations on all good podcast apps. Bibstone out. Dolores, remind me why we're podcasting our top-secret operations again. Right. You wake up to see a clear blue sky. You can hear someone humming a song. And you lie there for a few moments, listening. Do I recognise this? The humming? Yes. No. Oh. I sit up. Sitting up, you see that you're in the meadow. However, the grass is shorter, allowing you to see the ocean of red spider lilies around you. The one humming is a large, near ten feet tall, woman sitting next to you. She has dark skin and wears a white dress embroidered with intricate gold patterns. You know exactly who this is. This is your goddess, Freya. I'm looking. (laughs) She stops humming turns to look at you and smiles warmly. Hello, Meredith. Meredith speechless. She reaches out a hand and runs it through your hair. You've been through so much. What is going on? What? Um, um, I, 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 I found my dog you did just just now and she looks down at her other side and you see your dog oh look it's right there lying there next to her is there something on your mind um i've got a lot of questions um where do i start um well i've got questions about the dog I've got questions about the prophecy. I've got questions about... Why am I here? You're here because I need to talk to you. Okay, well, I'll listen first. I... I am sorry to say this, but I have something to ask of you. Oh. Okay. Um, I can add that to my list. What is it? When mortals die... I lead them to what comes next. Yes. But these people here, and she gestures to the field around you, 
I was never able to lead these people. I haven't been able to lead magic users from Carlad since magic was banned. They're trapped here, unable to move on, and they'll only find peace once they're given justice. So what do I do? You, Meredith, must help them. You must bring them that justice. Um. Well, there is a prophecy, and we... Well, uh, do you know someone called Aang? I know of them. Great. Well, they gave us a prophecy, and uh, we're going to um, fulfill it. And magic will be back, and these people can live in peace. Meredith, first, you must understand, there is no prophecy. What do you mean there's no prophecy? Ang Ang gave us a prophecy. Ang did not give you a prophecy. They told you what they wanted. And it's not to say that is a bad thing. Restoring magic to the land will help bring these people justice. But it is not a prophecy. Well, but Jennifer is going to be our ally. I'm sure she certainly has the capabilities to become a friend. Yes, so magic will be brought back and, and everyone will be happy. I hope so. Don't you worry, I'll make sure, I'll make sure this happens. I trust you. You were born in Carlad, in this body for a reason. This isn't the first life you've had here, and I know you're going to do wonderfully. What? Does that mean reincarnation is real? She puts a finger to her lips and winks at you. So does that mean my dog can reincarnate as well? Kret is a graveyard dog. He was chosen to watch over the dead, and that is his duty. Yes. Reincarnation is not for him. But why, why is he still roaming? He left his grave of his own volition, though with my help. He cannot rest until the dead find peace. Oh, well, that makes so much more sense. I thought, I thought, I thought he was risen from the dead or something. Like, I thought someone, like, like a necromancer did that. No, this was Kret's own will. Oh, well, that would have saved me from doing a lot of things. I, I'm glad he's safe now. So, is he going to help? I believe that he wants to, yes. Oh, brilliant. Well, that's one question question down. Um, what was my next question? I have a question. Oh, yes. Why haven't you looked at the mirror? I don't want to look at the mirror. No? No. Uh, I won't, um, I'm going to give it to Jennifer. It's all right to be afraid, Meredith. But it was, it was Jennifer's Jennifer's vision, and the mirror, I'm going to give it back to Jennifer. Very well. I hope that one day you do look in it. And it's all right. Take all the time you need. You should only look in that mirror when you're ready to do so. But what you see won't hurt you. If you want to grow, you have to learn. And that mirror will help you learn. Does it have magical powers? It does. So will I see visions like I did with the stones in the forest? You will see yourself. Well, that's what a mirror does. Yes. Yes, but hey, is that all? Yes. Oh, I thought you meant there was going to be some some magic to see visions. What, why is the mirror so important? It's not really. It's just an object, but it is important only in that it will help you learn more about yourself. By looking into a mirror? Yes.
I thought personal growth comes from experience and how you react to things and how you you go about your day. This is true. Meredith's just like, why is a mirror so important? (laughs) You are a special case, Meredith. I'm not that special. More than you know. I just help people go to the next stages of life. I guess that's not what normal people do, so I guess you could call it special. I think it's time for you to return to your friends now. Can you look into the future? Is there something you want to see? Well, if magic will be brought back, like the prophecy. I can't tell you that, Meredith. If you want to see magic return to the land, you're going to have to help it along a little. Okay. You're going to be wonderful. And she strokes your hair. And then your cheek. It's time to wake up. You wake up to feel raindrops on your face. You open your eyes and you see the dark clouds above you. And then Jasper's face. Oh. Don't. Don't do that again, okay? Is it raining again? How did you... Okay, if this is one of your tricks, it's not funny, okay? Why did you run off like that? Is my dog around? I look around. You see your dog sitting quite still next to you. Ah, all is well. I look at the dog. (gasps) Something beginning with D! Dog! And then I look at the mirror. So we begin it with M. Mirror. Oh, it's for Jennifer. Where's Jennifer? She's standing nearby. Oh, Jennifer. Are we not going to talk about the fact that they were dead a few seconds ago? Oh, Jennifer, we found the mirror. Uh, to be honest, Meredith is, you know, can speak to the dead. I. It's obviously just magic. It's okay, Jasper. What happened? I talked to Freya. Oh, right. Uh, What did Freya say? A lot of interesting things. Any that I'm allowed to know? We must bring... Well, I'm supposed to bring justice to all these people. And I don't know how. I, I need help. What do you think Freya meant? Maybe this is something we can speak about some other time, Meredith. And I sort of give a a slight blink towards the other two without them, hopefully, well, you know, being as discreet as possible. Oh, okay. Well, good news. My dog's back. My dog did... uh, uh, rose from the dead because they wanted to and not because um, of the necromancer. I walk over to the dog. Well, it's it's nice to meet you, uh, dog. And I shake its paw. Um, this is a weird question, Meredith. Yes. But, um, what's your dog's name? Oh, it's Cret. Cret? Yes. Right. I'm thinking that would have been useful when we were looking for Cret, but whatever. Cret's a special dog. He doesn't need a name. Everyone knows what kind of dog it is. I give a Cret a little stroke. Just butting in here to ask, what is going on? Oh, Jennifer, great that you're here. Uh, it's your mirror. I'm not going to touch it. You can, you can take it. Why don't you want to touch it? Um, um, I don't want to look into it. For personal reasons, it has nothing to, it's not, it's just a mirror. Is it? Is it magic? Is it going to hurt me? Uh, no. Um, well, Jasper, you pass it on. I pick it up, have a look in it. Do you see yourself? And I pass it up to Jennifer. She very hesitantly takes it, glances in. And what now? Oh, it's it's the mirror from from the vision. Yes, I can see that, but I mean, what now? What about Merion? We're at Dolbazai, 
Okay, now let me um, talk um, to the to the dead people. Um, I need my space. Do you? Yes, I'm going to go a few feet away, and I'm going to talk to the people. Fine. Just know we're watching you. Oh, that's fine. I just need some focus, so I need to um, be alone. They back off a little bit. Gethin and Jennifer still looking very suspiciously at you. So uh, Meredith sits down and puts their hand on the ground. Do I hear anything? You hear whispers. It's me, Meredith. Hello? Um, I've been sent here, here, <laughs> I've been sent here by, um, Oren. Do you know who that is? The whispers continue, but none of them seem to be replying to you. Okay, well, I'm looking for Kangan. 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 I'm looking for Kangan. There doesn't seem to be any response to that. And I'm looking for a Fionn. Um, can anyone help me? Okay, um, scratch that. Um, I've, I was told by Freya that I am going to help you, um, find peace and move on to the next stage of life because she's having a bit of a difficulty. Um, well, she's finding it difficult. So she's asked me, um, to, uh, to find justice and, um, I mean, bring justice to you all. I hope you don't mind. And if that's everything... Oh, oh, where is Marion? Okay. Um, Meredith looks back at Jasper. So, standing behind Geffen and Jennifer, Jasper is going to start speaking to Meredith in their mind. Roll control. That is a nine. Well done. You succeeded that roll. What does Meredith hear? Meredith, I know you're against lying, but if you found out nothing, they are going to really not be very happy with us. Okay? So maybe tell them to go to Tremadog? Um... Hmm. This is this is um. This is terrible. I I've got zero answers. They they're not talking to me. Um, but we found the mirror, right? I think that would be the end of the telepathic communication. Yeah. Who onions? Did you find anything out? Is my dog next to me? Yes. What do I do? Your dog looks at you, tilts his head to the side. Um, Meredith stands up, takes a deep breath, turns around and walks over. We are going to Tremadog. That's where Marion is. Possibly. Are you sure? Well, it's the best bet we've got. Unless you've got other suggestions. That would be very helpful. Fine. Tremadog it is. Brilliant. For now, though, we should probably try and find some shelter. It looks like it's about to really start, and as he says that, it starts pouring it down. Hmm, yeah. That. We're not too far from Tarern. We think there's an inn there. We could stay there for the night. Yeah. Anything to get out of this rain. Very well. Trewern it is. So you head to Trewern. It's only a few miles away. You make your way to the inn. Are dogs allowed? Dogs are allowed in the tavern, but not in the rooms. Are we sleeping? It is evening now. Oh, but this is a grave dog. And? It's, it's my protector. It protects people. If you if if we're separated again, it's going to break my heart. 
And what's stopping it from leaving some, uh, leavings in the room? Oh, I've got to clean that. I'll do that myself. Will you? Oh, I've done it. I I always clean up after everyone. Roll connection. Six. Um, plus, plus three. three. Six plus three, nine. The barkeep narrows his eyes at you. Fine. But there had better not be any mess. Oh, don't you worry. I give Meredith a sideway glance. Who are you referring to when you say you have to clean up after everyone? Oh, the graves, obviously. Of putting, you know, people's corpses in the into the coffins and then putting them in the graves. Oh, okay. So I had, I had to. Oh, I learnt from Wilden how to embalm people. That was quite an experience, and I think it's going to be quite useful for the future. In what way? Um. Never mind. Okay, well, we'll talk about this another time, and maybe if you're interested, I can show you one day. Yeah, the next time I'm next to a corpse, which hopefully better not be anyone we know. A little while later, all four of you find yourselves in the tavern, eating a meal. Jennifrey isn't at all being subtle about the hand that she keeps near her sword. Partway through your meal, a few people enter the tavern. Gethin casually looks up at them, then immediately swears quietly. We've got a little bit of a problem. And he subtly indicates towards the door. Jennifer quickly glances over. Yes, that is a bit of a problem. And you two look over and you see um, a few people wearing armour enter the room. Oh, it's some knights. Two of them do appear to be knights in full armour. One is human, she is quite tall, uh, short, dark hair. The other one, half-orc, also quite tall. Vivid green skin, muscular, and chin-length brown hair with one side shaved. There is also a third person who enters after them, a young elf wearing chainmail. Jasper instinctually puts up his hood. We can't let them see any of us. Oh, why? We we left Kybrin, uh unannounced. So you're on the run as well? Yes. Oh, well, another... Shh! We can't let them see us. We have to get out of here. I could try and turn us invisible. <sighs> Jenny, they might let us go if we, if we explain what's happening. Yes, but being caught with magic users isn't exactly a good look for us. Even if I am the heir to the throne, technically the knights obey my father before me. Fine, do it. Make us invisible. Okay, just make sure everyone's looking the other way. How am I supposed to do that? I don't know. I can't do everything for you. I've got a dog. I I nudge the dog to go. Right, yeah, set it on them. Oh, no, I'll just make it, like, jump on someone and make a, a distraction. Go on. And with that, Kret trots off to the other side of the tavern, and he stops at um another table. He sits down, looks up, big puppy eyes at the people eating there. Oh, they, they kind of, they all are and coo over him for a little bit. Then suddenly he jumps up on the table and starts eating their food. <laughs> Meredith's just like chuckling a bit, but then covering their mouth because this is so inappropriate. Good dog, good dog. The distraction certainly gets the attention of the knights. And Jennifer says, do it now. And I cast it. Uh, I'm going to make everyone on the table invisible. Okay, to make everyone at the table invisible, you're going to have to roll fairly high. I'm going to say the difficulty is nine to make everyone invisible. Roll control. God. <laughs> yeah, your worst stat. Yeah. Oh, don't let me down, please. That's a five. You cast a spell, and you disappear. Jennifer disappears. But Meredith and Gethin do not. While Kret is still over wrecking havoc in the corner, the young elf that entered with the knights glances over your way and notices... Gethin and Meredith still sitting at the table. They quickly get the attention of the two knights and point over towards them. 
and the three of them move over. I'm going to take Jennifer and then move her over to the corner, out of the chairs. They stop in front of your table, and uh, the human, uh, she's in her late 40s, got these heavy-lidded eyes. Sir Gethin, where is the princess? Evening, Glane. Nice to see you again. Erin. Reuven. Uh, Jamie's not here. Can I help you with anything? At this point, the half-walk, Erin, apparently, looks over at you, Meredith, and her eyes widen as she recognises you. She goes to draw her sword. You! Sir Glane then also draws her sword as she realises who you are. Sir Gethin, what's going on? Why are they pointing at me? Who are these people? Um... Would you believe it? But that, that magic user, we almost killed a couple months back, has a doppelganger. This is... Oh my god, that was preposterous. That someone, someone's going and pretending to be me. <laughs> this is... Rowan. Rowan looks exactly like... Meredith, but... If I don't want to hear that name. ...has absolutely no relation to them. Oh. Um, <laughs> Eva, yes. I want you to roll connection. <laughs> this is going to have to be a really high roll. Oh. Uh, six. Well, now here's the interesting thing. The difficulty was eight. You fail, but only by a small margin, which means you succeed, but there are consequences. Gethin, are you being held hostage? No, no, not at all, no. Just me and my buddy, Rowan, here. Regardless, you and Princess Jennifer must return to Kyabrin immediately. The Prince Regent has ordered it. Oh, is that so? Right, right. Well, if I see Jenny, I'll let you know. Um, you know what? Why don't I just go with you right now? Let's go. We'll leave. We'll leave Rowan here. Let's. We'll. We'll move off, and we'll. We'll go look for Jenny. We'll go look for Jenny. We'll go find her. And he stands up and starts leading the knights out of the tavern. And they follow him after a moment of hesitation, and he looks. Back over his shoulder at you, Meredith. He looks worried. Is this the right moment to faint? (laughs) (laughs) I just went through a stressful time. Meredith? Roll Will. Uh, Seven. All right. No further comment. I just whispered to Jennifer. I'm sorry, I'm not used to magic. What do you mean you're not used to magic? Well, I, I don't use it that often because of obvious reasons and I didn't learn it, you know? What do you mean you didn't learn it? It was sort of passed on to me by a friend. Can that happen? If you have a real connection with that person, yeah, I suppose. That's worrying. Hey, let me tell you, I wasn't expecting it either. We need to get out of here. We need to get Gethin back. Maybe I can... Try something else? You would better tell me exactly what you're planning to do, and if you do do it, do it correctly this time. I don't know. Like, maybe make a... Like an illusion of Geffen to go along with the knights? Fine. Let's let's hurry before we lose them. Jasper is going to walk out of the tavern. I'll leave Meredith behind. I'm just going to see where Geffen is. Uh, You see him and the knights walking down the street. You can hear Gethin in the distance saying things like, Oh, I'm sure I saw her around here somewhere. She's probably, you know, just went off to do a bit of late night shopping. You know, hmm, ha. Well done. I'm going to climb, like, what's the sort of architecture of this town? Architecture? Uh, It's all wattle and daub type constructions, you know. Okay. 
a lot of thatched roofs, a lot of um, exposed wooden beams. Would I be able to get up onto a roof? It's possible, yes. Okay, I'm going to do that just so I have a, a bit of an aerial view of the town. And when once I've done that, I'm going to make an illusion of Jennifer. Okie dokie. I will say that your invisibility drops. That's fine. Roll control. Uh, that's a seven. Exactly what you needed. Oh. So you create an illusion of Jennifer. You do know that it probably won't last too long, but it does seem fairly realistic. Uh, where do you place it? Uh, just behind the knights. Okay. And I make Jennifer whistle. The knights will turn around. And <laughs> make Jennifer go, Yoo-hoo! Come get me! And start running. And with that, the knights take off after her. The young elf does remain behind. However, Gethin starts to sneakily edge his way off and goes round behind a building. As soon as Jennifer sees this, she says, Go, 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 go. We have to go. Get the horses. We have to leave. Yep, yep. That's a good idea. Let's go. You jump down off the roof of the building next to Jennifer, who was reconvened with Gethin. Wait, where's Meredith? I'm just sitting there with my dog in this tavern. <laughs> Cut back to Meredith. Just like, oh God, please come back for me. <laughs> I'll go get them. You just get the horses. And I, w- with my hood up, I'm going to run back into the tavern. Oh my God, wait, there's just Meredith. Like, this is all I've got. Like, money. They're like, well, <laughs> you don't have any money. I know. And I'm like, here, have some something of my possession. I'm like, this is all I've got. All <laughs> <laughs> right, please. What? So when I go back into the tavern, do I see Meredith, like, arguing yes. with the bartender or... Yeah, because he's like, you got to pay. And I'm like, this is all I've got. I, I look at the dog. I grab the table, flip it over and go, Barroom Brawl! <laughs> yes! Chaos ensues. The bartender yells. A few people yell as their their dinner is interrupted and amidst... All the distraction, you two slip away. Cret in tow. You meet up with Jennifer and Gethin, who have the horses ready to go. Jennifer holds a hand out to Meredith. Get on. Okay. Gethin does the same to Jasper. Yeah. Oh, cool. They both pull you up onto their horses, and you ride away into the night. <laughs>